Welcome to the Mixed Bag of Nuts podcast, where we talk about everything and anything. Each episode features a new topic. It truly is a mixed bag of nuts. Nutty opinions, nutty stories, and nutty commentary. I'm Emina. And I'm Anita. In this episode of Mixed Bag of Nuts, we're talking about reinvention of the self. If you're looking to boldly embrace change and create a brand new you, this episode is for you. So stay tuned. Anita. Yes? Reinvention. So you are our local expert on this. I watch a lot of TikToks about it. (laughs) (laughs) So what can you tell our listeners about reinvention? What would you define it, I guess you could say? Okay, so reinventing yourself is a trend that's currently really popular on YouTube and TikTok. It mostly is videos of highly attractive people that are well dressed they look expensive and they're basically just giving you advice on how they reinvented themselves from an ugly duckling to a beautiful human being and how it can involve changing your wardrobe the content that you consume every day your circle circle of friends your personality and to me it like it takes your insecurities probably the insecurities of a lot of people and it just reaffirms that that you're doing life completely wrong so i know kind of sounds like someone promoting like a glow up or like a makeover than it does about actual reinvention well it's hard (laughs) because on one hand i get it it's exciting it's it's motivating to reinvent yourself especially if your life is in a rut or you're feeling like you're stuck in a rut But on the other hand, having it together all the time is not a part of the human experience. And it's not something that we should be even striving to change because having it together looks different for different people. And so it's kind of pushing people to put their lives in this perfect little mold that looks the same. And it kind of just feels like it's giving in to that social media play of like, wanting something that we don't really need and we're not really sure if we actually want it and we can't really have it but it'll drive us to obsess over it and lead to like maybe this rut of like depression or self-doubt or insecurity wow this sounds like a way deeper topic than (laughs) initially you think about something like reinvention like i know that it's been trending a lot lately and i've been seeing a bunch of things on social media about like old money for example and that faux expensive look kind of thing and oh my gosh they so have it put together and they have all their shit together kind of thing is the idea of it I thought it is kind of like that when you think about it because the things that they're pushing are for example being high value so having high Mm -hmm. value skills and looking for high value men and being a high value woman and what that looks like essentially is like lululemon and lemon water and playing tennis all day (laughs) yeah it definitely sounds way more marketing to me than it does about actually like reinventing yourself because i would think that reinventing yourself is something like more focused on your mental health and taking care of yourself and like being the best kind of version of yourself that you want to be in essence it should be that 
But I think <laughs> when not. we're on social media, yeah, it's like you lose, it's possible that you lose that sense of who am I and who do I want to be when there's this person who's perfect and they're telling you, I was, I was you. I had all the insecurities that mm-hmm. you have. I was a loser too. And look at me. Now I'm perfect and you can be too. And it's tempting. It's like a genie. It's calling yeah. you in. Also the idea of like, you know, oh, that they were a loser before they did X, Y, Z thing. And it's like, no, just because you didn't drink like your green protein smoothie shake every single morning or go to the gym every single day or, you know, did your mantra or meditation every morning to reflect and learn about things. (laughs) Like you can have a life that's not focused about working on your mental health at all times Every and seconds second of, the day. of the day. You need a break. Do you? Because only weaklings have breaks. <laughs> oh my Do you gosh. want to be a perfect person or not? It takes commitment and discipline. I hate the idea of perfection. Did it you is... drink water today? Um, Did you drink enough? With lemon? <laughs> With lemon. Didn't happen? No. Failed reinvention. <laughs> really it's, quick on that hard. tangent of like water, because I know that that has become such a joke online of just like, did you drink water? Are you drinking water today? And any time that I've ever looked at research about like, yes, I'm that much of a nerd where I've watched small documentaries about water. And <laughs> whether it, it comes to the controversy of when bottled water first became a thing and the marketing like science behind that and then, oh, how water and hydration and and that kind of verbiage is supposed to make you think about being healthy and make you excited to feel good and things like that. And it's all just bullshit. Like, Honestly. If you talk to a doctor, they're going to say, just drink water when you're thirsty. Just drink your water, man. <laughs> they're not going to be like, you have to have four slices of lemon in your water or you're not going to be healthy. You it to has have... to be Fiji. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it, just, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Drink water. Drink water just when drink you feel water. thirsty. If, you, if you're like, oh, I feel really bad. And like, honestly, this is kind of where the downfall of this trend comes in because then we're thinking about access. Does everybody in the world have access to clean drinking water? And if they don't, are they not worthy of reinventing themselves oh my into gosh, something girl, better? We're getting, we're getting into a craziness. Uh, I, <laughs> it just spirals. Every, this trend is so deep. Every time that I somebody brings up something about just like, oh, people not having this and people not having that and like, oh, first world problems. It just immediately makes me think of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yes. Which I found out is a lot more common for people to know about than I thought. So for (laughs) those of you out there that don't know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is basically a small pyramid of five different things that you need as a human in order to kind of feel good if that makes sense like it starts very basic you know you have your your physiological needs you have food shelter safety you know like can you sleep safely and things like that and then you have safety and security when it comes to like health family property like do i have things that are mine essentially then you have love and belonging and so you have like your friend network your family and group 
in your shelter, in your, your, you know, you have enough food and water with your family and your friendship and your partner, whoever, some kind of intimacy or like that sense of connection with others. And then it gets into self-esteem. So that's like your own confidence and your own like feelings of respect and individuality and achievements. And at the very top, is self-actualization. And that's where I would feel like this whole trended idea of like reinventing yourself is what it's trying to do is maybe oh, yeah. hit that self-actualization. Absolutely. Because you need all that other stuff first is the thing though. So yes, in the world, are there people that have access to water and other people that don't have access to water? Absolutely. So I think though, if we try to think about too many other people's situation it beyond. just becomes so yeah burdensome. becomes yeah it becomes really difficult like so if i think of it from my own aspect and my own situation i think doing something simple like looking at the maslow's hierarchy of needs at those five different aspects of the pyramid and then being like okay have i met this tier have i met that tier okay move on to the next tier and then i think eventually like the idea of course yeah is that you get to that that point and then reinvention is supposed to be like okay you start all over again because now that i've hit that point of self-actualization i'm not too happy with the end result how can i change it right i mean that would be ideally with the shredding covers yeah ideally (laughs) that would be perfect but i think it's right now it's more just like oh you don't fit this perfect mold of what a good person or a successful person should look like it looks this way and screw all the things at the bottom of this pyramid yeah reinvent yourself yeah. To be I, like me. I think when it comes <laughs> to the trend, it absolutely is like taking it granted that a lot of those bottom needs are already met without like really actually thinking about it. Because again, like you were saying before, is that everybody's situation is different. Yeah. So you really don't know what to expect. But if I thought about it from just the aspect of, you know, we live in the United States, the way that the country is now. It actually makes me really brokenhearted to think that a lot of people's like physiological needs are not being met. Seriously, yeah. Like just finding a place to be able to rent and live. So many people live paycheck yeah. to paycheck, have to go hungry so they can feed their kids, have to go hungry so they can feed their pets or like help their family. Like you can't even move to safety and security. Right. Yeah. It's like you're working so hard to just meet the bottom half of this pyramid and then you have this trend that's telling you you will never be successful until you're like in the top half you will never be successful until this is what your life is supposed to look like Mm -hmm. and it can be really hurtful i would imagine i think it does hurt a lot of people especially if they don't view the outcome of this trend as what success looks like which is very much whitewashed and eurocentric if you think about it because it's Mm. it's pulling from those faux wealth and faux i have lots of money trends that are kind of working Mm -hmm. out where it's like well in order to be what i consider high value 
and a high value skill, that's playing tennis. That's horseback riding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, that's it's, drinking on a yacht in the middle of the Caribbean. Right. That's having luxury handbags and having like a guy who's around to like take care of you and pay for you to be in this mansion. That's having like your own personal chef, chauffeur, and mm-hmm. masseuse that takes care of you and your needs and things like that. So, okay. In your ideal perfect world, what would your kind of like way of reinventing yourself, like how would you look at that like as ideally what people would do or should do? Like where would you start? I think that every person should build their own personal ideal self based off of doing the internal work of what they feel is missing for them Mm -hmm. or what they feel is lacking for them. Some people do not like the fact that they might not have really high self-confidence. And if that is your individual personal case, then there's nothing wrong with going and building self-confidence. And there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with setting goals so that you're able to get to a place in which you feel more confident as an individual. I think when we bring in these ideas of like groupthink, then it gets really difficult to establish yourself as an individual yeah and really understand why am i doing the things i'm doing kind of get lost in the noise a little bit yes exactly because like we can do things for someone else and we can do it like somebody else to be like them and then by the end of the year you're feeling like crap again the self-confidence is gone you got lost in trying to set goals that weren't your own and then it's like well time to reinvent myself again i am not happy so it sounds like starting out with trying to figure out like what you like. Yeah. What things that you want to work on for you and not comparing yourself to somebody else, which again, that's so hard. It's so hard, but also like, it, it's like a cliche of the grass is always greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so funny because this makes me think about with reinventing yourself. I always see things like going to therapy or losing weight and doing exercise as ways to reinvent yourself. But it doesn't always have to be that. Like it really, truly doesn't. It can be I mean, anything. In my opinion, my, in my opinion, it falls under self-care mm-hmm. to just take care of yourself and your body and your mental health. I'm not sure if that's like a way of reinventing yourself so much as it is a way of self-care and taking care of yourself and so but like i'm saying if someone's not doing that and they're like man i wish i was seeing a therapist more man i really wish i had someone to talk Mm -hmm. to about these things who could help me you know get on the right track with my goals and learning great coping skills or any skills i should go to therapy then it's like yeah perfect absolutely you know that's a great way to re to try to reinvent yourself for sure oh yeah because if you're going to therapy because the internet is like you should go to therapy in order to be a high value person you're gonna get in therapy and if you're not willing to actually do the work i don't think a lot of people realize that there's work involved with therapy there's a lot of work involved in therapy yeah you're not going to see yourself get any better if you're not walking in there like yep i am ready to do the work i think that's why with this particular like reinventing yourself idea and it being like losing weight changing your style are all things that are very easy to actually see a change in yeah and that's why it's so popular right now because you can physically see the change 
Yeah. But doing something like therapy is long and arduous, hard work. And it is change that you really won't necessarily see immediately. Right. So same thing with like losing weight. Like, yeah, there's so many different types of trends and diets and things out there. But at the end of the day, it really does just come back to eating in a more healthy yeah. way and moving. Like Pretty it's, much. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? I feel that. It's just the level of effort you want to put in and the level value that put you put on yourself. But I want thing. it now. Yeah. I want it right now. I want it right now too. I want that for everything. I, I mean, I, I'm one to talk, okay? Because I have deeply fallen into the hole of the self reinvention trend. <laughs> I think that as a person who struggles with anxiety, I am constantly overthinking my life. I am constantly like, I am not doing good enough. I'm not making enough money. I am not in a place where I thought I was going to be. I don't have this, 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 or that. And when you have this person who seems to have the, the answers mm -hmm. who seems to have the roadmap it's like yes that's exactly it I'm, I'm gonna follow that and so i mean I, I understand why this is a popular trend i think it's well-meaning at the core but maybe just not being communicated well enough i don't know yeah i definitely have seen some creators out there do it better than others for sure oh yeah there are some amazing creators out there who were definitely touching on these points of like you have to be ready you have to pick who you want to be and at the center of it it is really self-exploration mm -hmm. rather than self-reinvention i think that's a really good way of putting it yeah definitely more exploring things that you already know and have about yourself and then at the end of it it turns into something more that you didn't necessarily anticipate or it just becomes better of things that you already have yeah i've seen those videos on on youtube sometimes where it's like you're not who you want to be and here's how you're gonna get there and it's like <laughs> you need to get your nails done you need to get botox have you thought about changing your teeth this is a really great wardrobe that you need to wear to make yourself look like you have money and you need to go sit at bars and make sure you're getting this kind of partner. And it's just like, oh my gosh, that is so overwhelming. Honestly, it all the things that you are talking about that you just gave as examples just made me think of different ways to spend money. Honestly, it just sounds yes. it just sounds like consumerism. It I is. would challenge people to be like, okay, how do you reinvent yourself without spending money? Which I can think, you? <laughs> I feel I feel like it's possible. Like talking, you know, talking to a you better start growing that lemon tree right now. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot find no lemons for that one. Oh yeah, that's true. Because when it comes to reinventing yourself mm -hmm. buying a new wardrobe buying new skincare routine products yeah doing you know maybe like a new workout routine where you sign up for a gym or special classes or pilates or crossfit or that's dating myself ah! <laughs> yes crossfit yes zumba oh my gosh zumba. i that love a so good zumba oh, good 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 early 2000s workout stuff was definitely Honestly. where I was at. <laughs> do you, okay, did you ever do um, P90X? Oh my gosh, I heard about it and I, I 
When you have like the bootleg copies where some one person like bought it. Yeah. And then that person would like burn multiple copies on oh DVDs gosh, yes. and sell them to their friends. Literally. <laughs> Literally. I had that. Those were my jam growing up. There's like, I don't even remember his name. I had Tybo. Do you remember Tybo? Oh my gosh. I love that. I would do that all over again. Capoeira. And capoeira yes. became like a big thing. Why was I out there taking a freaking capoeira class, man? <laughs> I was like, yes, this is the way. I'm dancing and I'm fighting. It can't get better than this. Oh my oh god! I kind of want to do that again, actually. So like that aspect of it, you know, if it gets you to do things yeah. that you find enjoyable, like moving around more. Maybe you find like a community at the gym even and you like start making friends. I think that is like super useful and really valuable with the idea of reinventing yourself. But if you're just going to the gym because someone told you that this is how you it'll make you feel happier... Like, I don't think that necessarily is going to help. <laughs> you are in for a real big disappointment, man. That gym is not <laughs> For some people, they leave their exercises feeling pretty good, but it's like, well, you still have to deal with trauma. You still need <laughs> to process that, and the gym might not be the best way to do that for mm-hmm. everyone. Shout out to the people it works for, though. Like, yes, you. I, on the other hand, I love my therapist. Yeah, I definitely love my therapist, too. Those people get paid a lot, and they should. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They deserve to be paid I mean, yeah, totally. I think they should get paid more. (laughs) Millions of dollars, actually. Underpaid, definitely, for sure. (laughs) Yay, therapy. (laughs) I'm like, but that's what I love about the, the new age trend. Therapy is in, and I hope that it stays that way forever. That is one thing that I actually... I'm so, so happy to see in social media is that the more recent generations all value mental health. Yeah. It is so awesome to see. And I am more than happy to help promote that in any way I can. No, it's lovely. I remember growing up and mental health was something people just didn't really talk about. And it was lonely. I think it was lonely and it created more problems as a society for us when oh, people sure. pretended that, you know, bad things don't happen. And if they do, just move on and get over it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad that it's different now. I think that I'm afraid as all trends end yeah. <laughs> and the past trends come back again, mm-hmm. that that will be the case. We're going to go back to being like, oh my God, did you just say that you have anxiety, you freak? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm excited for the rainbow trend to come back. <laughs> What's the rainbow trend? When everything is rainbow, there's rainbow mozzarella sticks, there's yes! rainbow bread, rainbow bagels, rainbow pizza, rainbow cheeses, rainbow clothes, rainbow oh, crafts. Just everything is rainbow. Rainbow makeup, rainbow dances, rainbow clothing, yes, rainbows. rainbows. <laughs> I missed that trend. I I wasn't around for that, I think. I don't know. (laughs) That would have been incredible. It was definitely a vibe. I kind of love seeing that color and like the seven, like I'm not a big fan of the 70s um, trends and styles that are more prevalent right now, Mm -hmm. but I am in love with the colors. And I think that just if something like the reinvention trend or just looking into reinventing yourself can make the world more colorful, calm, happier place. I'm happy to be here. Ironically, I think it's more promotion of neutral tones. Oh no. Are you ready for a neutral toned world? 
Oh, have you heard of um, Millennial Grey? The Millennial Grey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm so funny. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you judge me. I love a good Millennial Grey. I love um, a lot of neutrals with splashes of color. Yeah, I think that's super gorgeous. I think that's gorgeous too. I mean, speaking of reinventing, have you ever fallen down that trap of being like, ah, me? I don't like that. I want to be, I want to be reinvented. I want to be. Girl, I dyed my hair pink last year. (laughs) Oh my gosh, pink! Talking about reinventing, yes, (laughs) I love it. It was very fun. I will not go pink again. (laughs) I mean, now that you mention that, now that I'm thinking about it, I love how. Reinvention is probably not as new as we think. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, I don't know. I feel like, do I don't know. In the early 2000s, there was like the goth era. Mm -hmm. And it was like changing your hair color every week and changing which side you flipped it on. And changing like the entire genre of music that you were standing at the time. Essentially reinvention. Recently... It was like a couple of the last couple of years I figured out that the hair flip where you part your hair in a different way instead of straight down the middle like in grade school you were made fun of if you parted your hair in the straight down the middle like you looked dorky or or lame or something like that. A middle part? Yeah like just straight down the middle part but now it's like super popular and it was hilarious to just see. Yes. Yes. I, I don't know. Maybe this was just me and like where I went to school, but like the middle parts was, that was not on brand. That was not trendy. You looked very lame. Like, let me be real. I'm black. The hair trends of the, the masses did not reach me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like parted down the middle, man. I don't know about that. That would be, that would not make sense for me. But... Yeah. <laughs> so just simple things like that. Like definitely there was middle school me that was trying to be trendy and changing, training my hair to part a different way than it naturally would. (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) So it's so interesting. The things that we fall into, it's like, Oh my gosh, your hair's parted in the middle. How dare you? That is just, Oh my God. When we thought layering multiple things of clothing was like really cute. Oh, the Disney style. Oh yes. Like putting a skirt over jeans. I didn't fall for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) You are not catching me out there at all with skirt over jeans, my dude. Yeah. Like three (laughs) different types of tank tops. And then like those half jacket, like, uh, the fucking vest yeah it's like it's weirdly yes. cut off right under your arm it's so funny <laughs> i love a good vest i want vests to come back around i'm waiting it's hilarious to me too when i saw how popular the early 2000s like slip dresses became popular i love you know i i i don't know they can look really really good i think mm. they can look really really good but also it made me feel like is this what our our parents felt like when they looked at their like prom dresses from the 80s and us as kids are like what the heck are they wearing <laughs> oh my god are we old is that what you're saying right now we're old anita there's no way <laughs> i don't think so i think i'm i'm a millennial we're in the dirty 30s at ah! least i am ah! i don't know I don't know what you're talking about. They're coming for you. I don't know what you're... I don't know. I don't understand. You're going to have to reinvent yourself into the dirty 30s, Anita. No. <laughs> I am young. <laughs> I am young. I'm just waiting for Bess to come back. <laughs> to come back into style. Oh my gosh. Eventually everything comes back into style. 
literally though mm-hmm. the hannah montana style is coming back around i am i'm here do you remember when she had a whole collection at walmart yes i had every single item really i swear you had the backpacks and the belts no the one where she had like those t-shirts with the mic that was wrapped around your neck oh my gosh you know what i'm talking about like that collection i it was the coolest thing to ever happen to me oh my gosh i don't i that if that will come back miley cyrus if you listen to girl Put it back out. I'm waiting. <laughs> Gotta do some vintage Miley vintage Cyrus, Miley. Anna Montana stuff. I should have kept that shit. Yeah, it would it would be like vintage by now, right? Oh, for sure, a hundred percent. I kind of hate that. Like, I I don't feel like millennials are vintage yet. I don't think we quite are yet. But we're not, we're, right? We're getting there. When is vintage? I feel like vintage is like the forties. Yes, but are we the new forties? A lot of people <laughs> like, will call even like nineties and eighties things vintage. There ain't no way because think about it. It's twenty years past two thousand, and the eighties and the nineties were ten and twenty years before that. That's not bad. That's that's not that long. That's I a, don't that's a know. child. Because like when I was in the nineties, I was thinking about things that were fifty years old. Like I loved things from the nineteen forties, and I still do. That was, at the time, 50 years prior. Oh, my God. Now it's been 70 years since the... Okay, yeah, okay. 70 years is vintage. Mm -hmm. I agree. 20 years, that's that's fairly new. Yes. Okay. But the 90s were about 30 years ago. No way. (laughs) It's 2023, Anita. Oh, my God. So, so 1990... I'm truly having a crisis. Yes. 1990 right now. was was in was 30. My mind is blown. Three years ago. Oh my gosh. I don't feel that old. I know. Same. I really don't. I'm young at heart. Yep. Does that make us like cougars now? <laughs> if, we're, if we're dating. Oh my JD, gosh. Well, JD is born in the 90s, so technically, I'm not a cougar. No. Yeah, you're not. Nothing wrong with being a cougar, though. I don't know. On my dating profile, as I am newly single, I definitely mm. look to see how old they are. Yeah, like, what is the age range that makes you a cougar? I feel like anything 10 years or younger. Is cougar status. Cougar ter- territory. Yeah. yeah. Right? I think that's fair. But, like, are you saying you wouldn't date someone 10 years younger? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> So you would like to be a cougar. I'm just saying there have been some guys that have approached me that... Looking for young meat. ...were younger, and I don't know. (laughs) Okay, what was the appeal? Some of them were very mature (laughs) and put together, and I was very excited for them. I just don't know how I can envision that. (laughs) I don't know. When you're 20 and already have a Roth IRA, it's impressive. Oh, yeah, that is pretty impressive. (laughs) That, that's kind of where I'm going at. When you're 20 and you have like a good credit score Dang. and you have your savings and they've already started like their 10 year plan and stuff. Like those 20 year olds, they feel way different. Yeah, those 20 year olds are different. Are different I was breed. not that when I was 20. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was trying to be that, but probably failing. Yeah, let's honestly, be, let's be I feel real. that. I like opened a Roth IRA and had no idea when you quit a job that you had to roll it over. So then when they contacted me saying, hey, you've quit your job like three years ago. We're going to close this account. I was mm-hmm. like, what? So then I didn't know. 
that when you have the Roth IRA, you don't want to pull the money from the account. You want to roll it over mm-hmm. or else you're going to pay like a ton of taxes. Oh no. I pulled it. <gasps> I had no, I like literally I just didn't know. Oh my god! And so I paid a ton of taxes on like money that I had been saving while I was working. I mean, the more you know. Yeah, for sure. But the more you know sooner is better <laughs> before you make ginormous financial mistakes. Honestly, I feel like that's the major thing that is the difference between it, the whole like young mentality versus older mentality is just you know more stuff when you're older. Guidance. <laughs> Experience. <laughs> like, wow, that's nice. Well, that's in part maybe why if I were ever back in the dating game, which I don't see myself being, I don't know that I would go for younger men. It like, is I not always, fun here. Yeah, no, I always tell people like I would date probably like 15 years older than me. Yeah, I've, I have tried to find some older men and I have like there's some guys in their 50s that I've talked to on like dating apps and stuff, which by the way, to clarify, I have not gone on a date with anyone in, who's 10 years younger than me. Yep. I have not gone on a date with anyone who's like significantly younger than me. I've only been within my age group and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're working on it the dating field is very <laughs> crazy yeah we'll have to talk about this and definitely need to talk about this in another episode but like <laughs> i know the dating world sounds unbelievable the mm-hmm. things i hear on a daily basis about the dating world it's a whole new breed it's mm-hmm. a whole new world of people that are just doing some crazy shit yeah you are about to tie the knot i'm newly yes. single like uh Oh, I, the that's like the opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, the, the extreme juxtaposition of our situations right Honestly, now. Yeah, but I think it works. We're learning. I'm learning from you about the, the dating world and what's going on out there. And I still, I'm voting for, if, if, if can a man be a cougar? Oh, for sure. Okay, then I'm voting for you to be out there with the cougars. <laughs> oh I want gosh. you to be the sugar baby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Find yourself a deal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I appreciate you. I it's appreciate you. <laughs> Highly recommend. I think you let me know how that goes. <laughs> I like recommending stuff. I can't, I don't know. I've yeah, never you're like living it. vicariously through me or you're like wanting to meet me to be the guinea pig so that you can like, <laughs> like hear the drama afterwards to have to go. I mean, it is nice. <laughs> it's nice to hear how it's going out there. Oh. It's a hard one. I mean, realistically, if there is a guy like that out there, then I would have to drop 100 pounds before I even thought about something like that. Look, if you want to, that's the beauty of reinvention at the center. It has to be based on what you want, okay? Honestly, I'm just manifesting this man. Manifest your dill. <laughs> Manifest your dill. I'm all in for it. I agree. I don't know if it's just because, like, as I've gotten older, but dads are super hot. Dad bods are in. <laughs> Not just dad bods, but, like, that whole, like, nurturing and, you oh, know, yeah. warm kind of idea of, like, a, a dad and their, their kids and making home making a home you know it's so sweet yeah that is really adorable i i agree i love a good dad are you and jd gonna have kids you know i have no (laughs) (laughs) i have no idea i get this question so much and i'm still just like 
it depends on the day. If you would have asked me two days ago, I would have been like, hell no. <laughs> I don't think so. And then if you asked me yesterday, I would have been like, yeah, totally. I don't care what age I am. I've always loved baby clothes. Well, that's my thing. I want to be, and this is how I fall in this, this hole. I want to be in a better place before I bring kids in. And that's just like my own personal thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I need to be better mentally. I want to be better financially. I want to be you know, in a home before I can even think about having kids. And like, of course with kids, you know, if it, it happens, it happens. And what can you do about that really for me? But it's like, I, I am looking to continuously grow so that I can be someone I want to be when my kids are here. If I, they come. Ideally, I would love to have a skincare routine before I have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So you can never participate in, participate in your skincare routine again. <laughs> right. Or I'm doing it like four o'clock in the morning while I'm doing a night feed with the baby. I love that. <laughs> You're, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta it's be like, willing to uh, make it happen. I need to put on sunscreen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like you live inside of uh, sunscreen. Oh, I love that. But like, I, I think that's helpful because... That speaks to having the discipline and the actual desire to want to discipline and reinvent yourself. It requires desire more yeah. than just desire. It, discipline. Yeah. I think it. someone said to me, it's like, you can bring somebody 49% of the way, but if they don't want to do that last 51%, you know, it's like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Oh yeah. If they don't want to do it, it's, it doesn't matter. You, they're, it's not going to happen. They're not yeah. ready for it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that kind of just speaks to the overall theme of this episode. It's like, yes, it sounds nice and it's very motivating to give into this trend, but you have to get to the root of the problem. And that's kind of with everything. There's always a root to everything. And getting to what that is, getting to the bottom of it is going to be so helpful for sustaining lasting change. My favorite motivator is spite. (laughs) I love it. I love doing things out of spite. Me too. <laughs> I I'm wanna, so petty. I want to fuel the rage of my enemies. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I just want to see you burn. <laughs> feel the green envy of my success. <laughs> that is it. That's, you found it. Oh yeah, for sure. Petty all the way. I'm going to put that on my vision board. <laughs> just like... A giant quote where it's like the blood of your enemies chipping down gives you strength. I'm gonna read it if that is my mantra. <laughs> their tears and their cries give me energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's your manifestation quote that you can say every day in the mirror. Have you ever watched this like animated TV show and it's this girl who's got like a standard nine to five job at the office and she's like super super nice at the office, but she gets like so frustrated. Um internally but she doesn't show it so what she does is that she sings heavy like deathcore metal in her off time i love that get the aggression out oh my gosh that's so sweet i love it it's fantastic i am all for it i gotta learn some of those songs i think that'll help me a little bit actually i think that would be really funny to put on like a really sweet serene vision board is just like you know it's like self-care and skin care and exercise <laughs> and heavy death metal core <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> i mean it fits if it works 
Yeah, if it works, it works. If it works, it works, honestly. And just put like a bunch of petty quotes and like quotes about revenge. A picture of Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) And like a music video for Look What You Made Me Do. That woman is amazing. (laughs) She is the queen. Be more like Taylor Swift to reinvent yourself. (laughs) That's the goal here. Well, that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. Don't forget to subscribe. And thanks for listening to the Mixed Bag of Nuts.